Welcome to the Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Well, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome, welcome to Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness. I bring that to you every week right here on Voice America, iTunes, Stitcher, Pandora, Amazon Music. We are everywhere you want to be. But the big question I always start with is where in the world is Forbes Riley? And today I'm at home. Oh my gosh, feels really good to be here. I have been traveling between Portugal and Hawaii, and now I'm back in Command Central. And I had the most delightful guest surprisingly in visiting me last night. Wait till you hear the story of today's show. I got to tell you, I, I love life. I really do. I love all the signs and all the magic that happens when you jump off a cliff, because here's the thing. My parents played life so small. My mother would never leave the house, especially the wintertime, because the pipes might break. Oh, we can't go anywhere. If the pipes break, the whole house goes to shit. That was my mother. My father traveled a little bit and she didn't travel with him. And I got to say, I looked at these two beautiful people who loved me more than anything, but they weren't the best role models. Is that fair? Things I learned, I don't drink because of my parents. I uh, overeat a lot. I celebrate with food because of my parents. And I know what it means to love a kid so much, I'm going to start to cry, that they think that the most special kid in the whole world. I have coached and worked with so many kids who have never felt that. And that's the problem with our world is that there's too many adults acting out the loss and the love need of when they were a child that they do bad things to each other. If they were raised the way I was, even though we had very little money, my dad was in the hospital for three years. We had our own share of tragedy, but we had this crazy thing called love. And as I'm now in the second chapter of my life, I realized the thing that I have abundance of is love to share and love that I'm yearning for. Because even though I had my parents, I had no other family. It's funny, I have a little sister who's doing whatever she's doing in the world, no aunts, no uncles, only children, parents, no grandparents. I didn't have a lot of extraneous people. And so part of my acting out my childhood in my future is I keep building families. I have thousands, thousands of people who I know love me on some level. Some have never met me except through Zoom, but they can feel my heart and how I work and I exhibit that with people. And then I am personally at this part in my life for the last six years, fantastically in love with my partner of six years. We just celebrate our anniversary in Kauai. And I have two children that the world begins and ends with for me. My daughter's in business. My son's going off to the college of his dreams. And we manifested this. See, if you've tracked the story of my life, and many of you have, because I continue to share it, because I'm just as amazed as you are at some of this, I grew up with nothing except dreams. Well, turns out dreams are all you need. The silliest, craziest dreams, if you understand the art of manifestation, become reality. And so I am living this fantastic, crazy, amazing life. And let me just share a couple of moments that I'm going to bring on my very special guest. And this, this synergy of life 
If you literally fall in love with it, we call it in my world, Forbesing it. What are you Forbes lately? What have you manifested, especially when no one told you you couldn't do it? So a brief moment, and I want you to look him up on AGT, America's Got Talent. You know how much I love that program? I have manifested some of the winners to be friends of mine. Those of you know the story about Christina Ray, who got the golden buzzer, sings like, oh, like Whitney Houston wishes she could sing. I followed her story and then I reached out to her, put her a summit on a summit of mine, became friends with this woman who was pregnant in her car with her beautiful son and completely destitute, except that she has this voice of an angel. She goes on the program, it blows her up. She and I are now friends because I used to share her dramatic story with everyone I could. And just yesterday she shared with me, she booked her first Broadway show. She's going to be doing The Wiz. And if you're lucky enough to hear Christina Ray's voice, you're lucky enough. I just, I love this woman. And I love that I made her my friend. Well, yesterday, one of my students emails me an, an AGT episode of a man who from that waist up looks normal. He's a beautiful man of color. He's got a big smile, gorgeous arms. From the waist down, there's nothing. He has no legs. He has no body from the waist down. To see him initially, it's a little shocking. You're like, what happened to the rest of you? Well, I met him at a basketball game many, many months ago. His name is Zion. And I just thought he was amazing. And you know, I have an upper body fitness product. So he, he goes around, not in a wheelchair, but on a skateboard. And he's just this being. Well, guess what? She was on America's Got Talent last week. And Anna said, I think you would like seeing this. I'm like, I'm not like seeing this. I love I know Zion. I love the fact that he chose to do that. Those are the little tiny coincidences in life that if you just keep going, oh, that's cool. And that's cool. Now, did somebody drop that in my lap? No, guys, preparation, meeting opportunity. That is what success is. It doesn't just fall from the sky. And those of you who don't buy into what I'm saying, think the lucky people have it falling from the sky. The rest right. of you, are, yeah, are on my bound. I got to get to my guest because this is, I'm so overjoyed about this episode, I could scream. So 13 years ago, I'm starting a fitness company. I've never run a company before, but I have a dream. I really have a solid dream that my spin gym, the product that you guys have seen with three pieces of metal and a string, when I first touched something like that over in the UK, I said to the guy who was using it as an office de-stressor, I said, this is the greatest fitness product I've ever touched. He's like, no, no, no. It's not an off. It's not a. It's not an exercise product. It's an office de-stressor. Let me show you. I couldn't even get it to work when he showed it to me. I thought, well, this is not only office. It's stupid. But then, I got it to spin. And in that magical moment, fourteen years ago, I saw a vision of my life. I literally. That's how crazy this business started. I said, I. I get it. I see this. I'm in the National Fitness Hall of Fame. I've sold fifteen hundred products on television. I know how to do this. I like, it's calling me. I'm the right person to bring this out to the world. And I set on that path, got it on home shopping, sold a lot of them, like hundreds of thousands of them. And a TV series came to me, ironically called Forbes Outrageous Fortunes based on Forbes magazine. Yes, the name is a good deal, right? And they came to me and they said, well, in fact, we heard about you and we're doing this show about wildly successful brands like Skull Candy, Carol's Daughter, Silly Bands. My daughter loved Silly Bands. And we'd like to feature you as well. Can you share with us? Now, I can say this many years later. I couldn't admit this back then. Can you share with us your art collection or your car collection? Guys, I had just moved to Florida to be on home shopping. I had a beautiful home. 
I rented it, but it was on the water, big old mansion, because that's what I wanted. I could afford that. I couldn't really afford to buy the $4 million, but I could afford the couple of thousand a month. All right, deal with me here, track. I'm new to this, right? I drive a Prius. I probably could afford a better car, but I didn't. I drive a Prius because I like the fact that I could get nine hour driving on one tank of gas. That made sense to me. So they said to me, we'd like to film you. Can we see your art collection, your car collection? I'm like, shoot, I have a shoe collection and I only have a shoe collection because I kept moving so much that I had... They kept buying the same shoes over and over again. And when I moved into this house, one of the reasons I bought the house, and I'm going to to put this in the notes. I moved into a house with a closet that was worthy of a movie star. They took a whole bedroom and they designed this closet. When I saw this closet, I thought, this is my future. I belong in this closet. And so when they came to film me, please don't tell anybody. I borrowed my next door neighbor's Jaguar, two-seat convertible Jaguar, because they wanted to see that. Nobody wanted to hear about the Prius. They didn't want... And I showed them my beautiful clothes and closet. And they, that was enough to get me on this television show and launch my brand. And then because I envisioned that, it happened. And I've got a multi-million dollar brand. Fast forward many years later. No, by the way, side note, the beautiful daughter of mine who runs my company, she's 20 years old, and you know McKenna, is a visionary as well. She's a little girl in first grade. It's like, mommy, mommy, you have to see these silly bands. We should invest in silly bands. I thought, I'm not... You want, what, 20 bucks for a bag of silly bands? Fine. Not investing in little rubber bands you put on your... That was my take. I wasn't really savvy at the time. If you're not a savvy investor, listen to this show. Fast forward. I meet a gentleman on Clubhouse. I see what he's up to. He said something about silly bands. I don't even really remember it. I said, come on the show. I, I just like your energy. I like how you sound, blah, blah, blah. He finally said, yes. He said to the show today, you're going to meet him in just a minute. Last night, I called him to make sure that we were good. And I said, hey, what time zone are you in? Where do, where do you live? He said, I live in St. Petersburg. I'm like, Russia? He said, no, Florida, silly. I said, but I live in St. Petersburg, Florida. You, you're pulling my leg. He said, no. You want to meet tonight? I'm like, what? He comes over. And I'm just, this is the lead up for him. He is not, he doesn't have something to do with silly bands. He's the creator of silly bands. Silly bands is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Do you know? that 14 years ago, we were on the same show together called Forbes Outrageous Fortunes. Ladies and gentlemen, please meet my new best friend, Mr. Robert. Now, Robert, do we say croak? Yeah, sure. At first I thought it was Robert Crook. (laughs) I thought, I don't wanna have a crook on my show, but I have a croak on my, croak, where does that name come from? It's very Irish. Um, In Ireland, there's actually Croke International State Park, but it's spelled C-R-O-K-E, not C-R-O-A-K. Yeah, I'm very happy with the last name. It did a lot for me during high school and college and in sports. And, you know, announcers would get it wrong and call me Cronk or Crook or Croaked or something. So I'm good with the name now, now that I've carved my path on this beautiful planet. Uh, I love having an odd last name like Croak. And I love having an odd first name like Forbes. It does make a difference. So welcome to my hometown. And I guess the big question now is, were we destined to meet? Apparently, because yesterday was shocking on all fronts. Um, I was laying by the pool, taking a break. You call me, you're like, where do you live? We got to get this this podcast filmed. I'm like, I'm in the East Coast EST. And you're like, where? And I'm like, St. Petersburg. You're like, no way. You don't live in St. Petersburg. I'll go, yeah, I just moved here a couple months ago. And you looked at my address. You're like, you're eight minutes from me. I was like, cool. And then the rest is kind of history, as they say. And 
Last night was a shock finding out more about your product and where you're at in your journey and how, you know, we can overlap so much of our tentacles and our, and our, you know, business models and really help each other, not only from the influencer side and the front loaded side, but also taking the two businesses that we have and combining forces um, in our team. So yeah, it was pretty shocking last night. I left with goosebumps and uh, a lot of energy. That's for sure. And I am all about this story. And my friend, I have to share with you. So because of Spin Gym, I met the love of my life because of Spin Gym. I have a fortune because of Spin Gym. And now you're part of my life, technically because of Spin Gym. I, right. I know I'm overjoyed. But I got to step back now. I, Jason just said we need an official Forbes Riley magazine. All is coming, I promise you. So Mr. Robert, <clears throat> got to go back because I got this little girl tugging on me going, Mommy, Mommy, I want to buy another pack of Silly Bounds. What are silly bands? Silly bands are shaped rubber bands that people would wear and trade. When you wear them, they just look like a squiggly little bracelet. And then when you take them off, you know, a lot of people now are saying that they're the original NFT. So then when you take them off, they're a shape. Each one is different. This is a caterpillar. So I wear right now, I wear a caterpillar. I wear a crab. And I wear a palm tree and they're all the silly bands that I wear currently for the manifestation of my daily process. Um, the palm tree is because I was really, really focused on getting to Florida, getting to South Florida and starting over. So I wore the palm tree every day for months last year while I was making the plan to get here. The uh, caterpillar I wear every day to remember to crawl, walk, run. Um, starting out in that embryonic stages of, you know, inching along, because a lot of times in growth and in life, people want to get to the end so fast for the good stuff and they forget to enjoy the journey. And so in my career, like your career, I'm building new consumer products every day of the week, whether it's a new invention or helping someone else that has a product get further along. So the caterpillar is really, really meaningful for me to remember that the little moments lead to big moments and you have to enjoy the process, not just the finish line. I love this. And the crab? Uh, the crab is just because of the beach, the water. Um, well, I will say, I'll, I, I'll, we will take a crab because crab is just Joshua's Zodiac sign. Do you do well, them in go. Zodiac? It's a great idea. You know, it's funny. I do love the bracelet mentality. For those of you who are listening to the show, you can't see it. I just took out one of my favorite bracelets. It says, what would Forbes do or Forbes did? And we wear this because very often when you're stuck in a situation, we just kind of pull this and say, what would Forbes do? Because Forbes, not me, but this whole vision of a woman who is wildly outrageous, spontaneous, and doesn't settle ever, what would Forbes do? And so we wear this. Then I'm looking at another bracelet I've got. Apparently the whole bracelet craze, where did this come from for you? Yeah, so it all started with what you're holding in your hand. And it's a crazy story. I wish we had hours to discuss it, but... Um, I was doing triathlons at the time. And after a triathlon, they gave me a Livestrong bracelet. And it was the most talked about bracelet in the world. And everyone was asking about it constantly. So one day I told my team, I go, we should make these for the rest of the world instead of just Livestrong. So on a fortuitous day, a woman that I never met, I, call, I cold called the Livestrong Foundation. And I said, hey, I'm a product development guy. I've been wearing your bracelet. People love it. Um, I want to make them for other people. Could you give me any insight? 
This girl that I never got her name, never met, changed my life forever on that cold call. She said, I wish you would. We get 100 calls a day from charities and other companies wanting them. And she goes, and we're sold out worldwide and we've sold 15 million of them in the last six months. So that day I started custom silicone bracelets because I wanted a name that would SEO well for people looking for the bracelets. And that was the start in the silicone bracelet world for me. We went on to sell tens and tens of millions of custom silicone bracelets. So then I became very well versed in silicone bracelets and we had other iterations and that is what spawned silly bands. I saw some really small shaped rubber bands that couldn't be worn or done much with, but they were really cute. So we decided to make them larger and thicker so they could be worn as bracelets. And that's how Silly Bands started. And um, it just went on to become one of the biggest worldwide phenomenons in history, along with Cabbage Patch and the Slinky and such. And uh, it was a crazy ride for 2009 to 12. And now nostalgia has reared its ugly head and they are back and super popular again, which is great because I still own the brand. And, uh, you know, I was smart enough to keep it up to date and keep it there and keep inventory and now we've got collaborations with some of the biggest stars on earth. Wait, 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 we got it. Wait, we were live. We got to take our first break, and the audience is going nuts. Like Margie, like this is an amazing story. Can't wait to know more. I want to. We come back and find out who's smart enough to come up with silly bands and spell it with a Z. All right, we got a lot more because Robert is this awesome entrepreneur on fire. Yeah. We're going to take our first break to thank our sponsors. We'll be right back after this message. Don't go away. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. 
Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, you guys. I'm hanging out with the croak of all times. <laughs> the creator of Silly Bands, yeah. Mr. Robert himself. I'm having a blast. You, we were In the break, we were talking about entrepreneurs giving up too soon is one of the biggest problems for entrepreneurs. And then one of the greatest joys ever is to create an idea, put it on a napkin, see it come to life. And I have to definitely say, he said it's the greatest feeling in life. I say second greatest because I pushed out twins. That is up, but it's the same thing. When you see your child doing something, that it's the same thing. I remember the moment after years of getting Spin Gym out there, of seeing it on home shopping, of seeing it on television, of seeing it in people's hands. People, it's like, it is this insane euphoria that that was in my head and now it's in reality. Yes? Yes. Who created the name Silly Bounce? Uh, me. Um, and I did make a mistake when I did it because we narrowed down to five names and because I was very, very kind of nervous, but not nervous enough, I learned a lot after this, that I should have uh, trademarked and kept all of the five best names, even though I was going to use Silly Bands because of the fact there's such a proliferation of knockoff companies out there in the world that as soon as they see something that becomes hot, they will rip it off as close as they can legally and sometimes not legally, especially the big boys, the big companies, the big firms, because they know that they have enough money to fight any kind of lawsuit and they figure they're going to make more money with the knockoff product than the lawsuit's going to cost them. So they are willing to go for it. So Silly Bands, the name was my creation. The Z was my creation. And I changed an industry because I saw that URLs were getting harder and harder to find with specific names. So after that, I just started putting a Z instead of an S on all of my products because of the fact that it wasn't going to hurt us from a search engine optimization, but it was going to help us be able to have the right URLs that we wanted. I love that, guys. That's a great tip that I have not heard in a long time. I haven't really had a trademark or copyright in a while that buy the ones that you're not using, but that you think are really valid because the big boys, whoever they are, and it's a valid way to do business, see a success and immediately will duplicate it, rip it off, whatever. And you said something really interesting, Robert, not even legally. And That's the problem with that for little guys is that it's the cost of representing your trademark or your copyright and fighting it can sometimes put you out of business. Have you seen that? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And one of the greatest stories in my career, if we have two minutes to allow me to share it, um, will really enlighten your viewership. Um, yeah. During the phase of when we were fighting all of the knockoffs, uh, one of them was Walmart. We spent months negotiating. They were going to launch us in all of their stores. And then all of a sudden, after they visited my factory, they made me let them visit my factory. All of that, they went dark. And then boom, a week later, every Walmart in the country had a different version of Silly Bands and they called it Zany Bands, okay? One of the names that I should have kept and should have trademarked because I had Crazy Bands, Zany Bands, all of them, and I didn't. So anyway, I'm going to condense this down to when we go to the hearing. We go to the hearing. I walk in with one lawyer. Walmart has six lawyers across the table from me, the moderators there and the mediator for the courts. Right. So we're three hours in and Walmart is absolutely kicking our teeth in. My lawyer was not prepared. They were way better than he was. 
And it was getting to this weird point. And I wasn't supposed to speak unless I was asked a question. So finally, I said, I'd like to take a moment on the microphone. They said, go ahead. So I look right at the lead lawyer. And this was all off the fly. This was not practiced. I said to her, I said, let me, let me ask you a question. We've been sitting here for hours with you telling us in the courts that you did not rip my product off and you did nothing wrong legally, correct? And she's like, correct. I said, let me ask you a question. How many animals are indigenous to the rainforest? She's like, I don't know. How is that relevant? I said, there's over 42,000 species of animals living in the rainforest. When you develop your Silly Bands knockoff, why did you choose the same six I did? So I said, I'll be in the hallway. You let me know if you want to settle. And I got up and walked out. It was the mic drop of all mic drops. Six lawyers, all with Ivy League degrees, and they didn't have a comeback. They didn't know what to say. And I went on for like another minute. And I was like, yeah, you try to tell me you're not knocking me off. Yet you use the same shapes, the same animals. When there was 42,000 choices, that seems like a mathematical anomaly to me. And I walked out and we settled that day. And so it really comes down to the big guys, the bigger guys than us, the big companies think they can get away with this stuff. And that's why trademarking, that's why patents, design patents are all so important because the more layering of protection you can provide for your product, the better off you're going to be in the long run. Wow. Uh, that's a, a beautiful, beautiful story. Somebody's got an idea. You know, you said something earlier and I got to go back to this because this was my dad. Most people, many people give up what they call three feet from gold. They don't get to the finish line. But what about the people who hang on too long? Have you seen that? Yeah, I see it every day. And, it's, and it goes both ways. It can start in the embryonic stages where they bring in someone like me to help them, but then don't listen. That happens every day. Or worse, they go it alone for years and years and they languish and waste money and they're in the wrong direction. They have bad packaging, bad websites. It really can be early and late where you should find a way to get an expert or a mentor or an investor would even be better that has equity in the company. So it's skin in the game to help you get to the finish line. Because a lot of times when people come to me with a product, you know, it can be this beautiful product right here. They come to me, they come to me and I can in five minutes tell them exactly what's wrong with the website, the social media, the company, the product, the packaging, the pricing, all of that, how it relates to what their dream is for the product. But some people think that they're just going to figure it out all on their own. And sometimes they do. Some founders are blessed with that power. But in most instances, people would be better off finding someone that does it, that's done it, that's an expert in that field to help them figure out if they're holding on too long and what they're doing wrong. Which, by the way, so for those of you who are playing along on audio only, Robert held up a very unique handheld fitness product designed by the one and only Dr. Forbes Riley called Spin Gym. You touched it last night for the first time, just as an expert. What's your opinion? Um, my opinion is you and I need to team up. This thing needs to be a $50 million a year product. It needs the right team behind it to really get people to understand the uniqueness, the quality of it, and the benefits of it from so many different perspectives. It can be for people 
in recovery. It can be people in the hospital, people in physical therapy. It can be someone who's in the car a lot that wants to stretch while they're stopped in traffic. There's so many different uses for this product. The world needs to see it. And that's why I'm excited for you and I to keep talking moving forward because I believe with my background, your background, and our teams combined that this could easily be a $50 million product in two years. And what's crazy about that, guys, is when that and when I finish writing the story of the massive success, as I will, I will be the epitome of all of you. I came from a dad who never got any of inventions out to the world at all. He had great ideas. And he turned to me and as a blessing and a curse, I was, I was sitting in his garage and he said, kiddo, how do I get my ideas out to the world? And I said, dad, I have no idea. I'm eight years old. And the funny thing for a path of my life is I would take, like Robert is an expert in consumer products, I am a brilliant spokesperson, pitch person. People would bring me products and I would put them on home shopping and infomercials as an intermediary and do my part and make hundreds of millions of dollars. Well, I'm excited to see that two and two is an explosive 50 million, not just four, because I'm going to share with you that the biggest mistake I made was not quite understanding how to find the right mentor, how to ask for help when it's needed, and to literally as spontaneous, and you know I'm crazy, but when you care about something so much, sometimes you hold on so tight that it just breaks and shatters. You've got to be like silly bands, quite elastic, and know that when you've stretched a little bit, if you let go, it will come back and form the shape of one of those 42,000 amazing Amazonian animals. That's like yeah, that one thing, yeah, one thing I want to add to this point, and this is very rudimentary, but all of you listening and watching, please do it. Everyone thinks they have the next Facebook, the next Instagram, the next silly bands or whatever it may be. But so many of you never execute or you don't even try to execute. So I want all of you. I don't care if it's a three dollar journal like this or a fancy leather bound journal. Dude, dude, you know what? You're talking to the choir. I've got my my inspirational book and my other book. Talk about a brother from another freaking mother. I want everyone listening and watching to get themselves a journal that's just for their ideas. Don't mix it with your day-to-day. -day. Don't mix it with your to-do list. This is your journal of ideas. Put them down. Get as much detail. Do the research right out of the gate while it's fresh in your mind. Google it. Look around. See if it exists. Because remember, you can make millions and millions of dollars with a product that you didn't even invent if you take an existing product and make it better and you put a tweak to it. It can be any kind of consumer product, a garden tool, a beauty product. It doesn't matter as long as your iteration is better than the last one. So get a journal, keep it separate from the rest of your life. So then that way you have those ideas and don't worry about time. A lot of people think, oh, if I can't do it right now, I'm never gonna do it because I don't have the money or I'm busy or I just had a kid. Guess what? A lot of products are still going to be there in two years if your idea is sound enough. So write it down, keep track of it, but don't worry about acting on it right away. You know what's so funny, Robert, why I think your voice needs to be so heard in the world. And I love being part of your world now. My, this is what they teach you in school. First, they teach you how to play small. My nine-year-old son, when he was little, comes to me and says, mommy, all the good ideas have been taken. And I looked at him and I thought, what would make you say that? And that's what he was learning in school. And then Facebook came out and then Instagram came out and then TikTok. I'm like, all the, there's no, and like you said, create, a, I'm holding a cup here, which I think is like the coolest cup. All they did was reshape and reformulate a traditional cup. But somebody said, I can do it better. 
And that's what, how, that's how our world works. There is not all the good ideas are taken. We don't even know what's coming next. We are in the greatest time in history, and I'm glad both you and I are part of it. We are in the greatest time in history for entrepreneurship and to build wealth, because let's go back a little ways. When I launched Silly Bands and custom silicone bracelets, to build a website with a shopping cart back in 2008 or 2009 was $15,000. I remember that. Right now, somebody can take an idea, find a product, brand it, put it on a website, create an LLC, get their social media, and be up and running and selling and getting eyeballs for $100. So whenever anyone comes on my TikTok and slams me when I do a video and they say, oh, well, it's easy. You're a rich white guy or, oh, you've done it all. It's easy. I go, it was never easy 20, 30 years ago. If ever it's easy, it's right now. It is the best time in history. So here's something I want to get in. I had an idea that's really, really popular right now in the wellness industry, health and wellness. So the other day we were talking about it. I saw a trend on TikTok. I tried the trend and now I'm going, we're filming it every iteration. We're filming it privately because what I'm going to do is make it a free course or a documentary on taking an idea from idea, napkin, drawing, product, samples to the market. And then I'm going to show the world, I think I can make $5 million gross, not profit. I think I can gross $5 million year one with this product because it solves a problem and it's the simplest problem to solve. And it's a huge trend in health and wellness. So as soon as I can share it with the public, I've got the drawings done and I should have the samples in a month. And once everything is done, I'll share it with you and the audience. But it's just going to be an illustration to show people anything is possible if you put your mind to it and you actually execute rather than just talking about it. I am so loving this conversation. I left you last night and I started to cry and I couldn't stop. When I was building Spin Gym, uh, I met a woman. Uh, She had lost her eyesight and, and she had three kids. She regained it. She was this Puerto Rican, amazing, spunky, phenomenal woman. And I needed help back then and couldn't afford it. Back then it was harder to find help and hard to find a lot of things. And she sat with me every night with my new, my new babies while I wrote all the exercises and I filmed everything and she traveled with me and she was my right arm. And she was just, she did everything that she could. And she also kept saying, guys, and this is important to know, her name was Frances Diaz, that Forbes, you, she kept saying, Forbes writing, you are a star, you are a star. And back then I wasn't. In my head, I might have been, but I've been an actress and I've been rejected so much that my self-esteem was pretty dirt. And so I knew I had something great, but I couldn't, I really couldn't personally believe in it. She believed in me enough for me to step out and fulfill my dreams. Just, we'd already launched on Home Shopping. We were beginning to get some momentum. And just as I was about ready to fly on a plane to shoot my giant infomercial for almost half a million dollars, she had an asthma attack outside her front door of her son's house, trying to ring the doorbell. And at 51, she passed away. Robert, last night when I drove home, I could feel her just like cheering me on. It was the craziest thing in the world. I couldn't stop crying. And I just want to say thank you very much. It was amazing. Yeah, I, I told when uh, when Elizabeth and I walked out last night, I was like, she was like, well, that was crazy. And I said, yeah, I said, my mind is blown. If ever there was a fortuitous meeting that was supposed to happen between two parties, that have never met before, even though we've been walking in the same line and the same road for so many years. I had goosebumps getting in the car. I was shook. It was crazy. 
Yeah, it was. And I just want to say thank you and publicly to acknowledge, um, you know, and I don't know what you guys believe, but I got to tell you, having faith that's bigger than you and knowing that you're on a path to do something for other people. You know, I, I look at my personal product and it's not about me and it's not about fitness. It's actually about wellness. I was diagnosed with a little thing about my heart. It's about heart health. I got to tell you, you guys don't know what you don't know in terms of your health. Of my friends who are stuck in wheelchairs who don't think they can get exercise, I'm on a huge mission. And I love the fact that a shepherd showed up to manifest this. So <sighs> just got to yeah. say. Breathe, breathe. We are yeah. good. Yeah. I like literally I haven't cried like that in a while. We have two minutes to our next break. Guys, you're welcome to chime in with questions and comments. I see my chat has blown up. We're live on Facebook at the moment. Uh, it's just spectacular. Uh, Robert, we do have two minutes. Okay. Um, when you think of dreamers, what do you think of? Um, usually it's what I went through and what you went through. Um, I remember vividly, I had done a lot of different things leading up to silly bands. And I remember, you know, uh, custom silicone bracelets was already a success. I had vending routes, real estate restaurants. I'd done it all by the time I was 30 years old because I wanted to conquer the world. And I came from a very poor family. My dad left when I was six. My mother was a bartender, never had any money, et cetera, et cetera. And I remember vividly one day I was super excited talking about silly bands because I didn't have the money to develop silly bands. And a local investment group came to me and they said, what do you need? And I said, I need 250 grand. So in the course of a month and a lot of wasted time, it went from 250,000 for X percentage to 200, to 100, to 50, to finally they were like, look, we're not so sure about the investment. We're going to give you a credit card that has a $50,000 limit. You can use that but they wanted a higher percentage as it is pro rata to the original deal. And I was like, you know what, guys, I just don't, I don't think this works for me. It's changed too many times. So I sold my car. I had a classic car that was beautiful. I loved it. And I sold that to pay for silly bands so I could maintain 100% ownership. Oh, so my all right. we, oh wait, wait, we got to take a break. Cause when we come back, they're going to finish the button on that story. And okay. we're going to talk to you. You think Robert is so smart? He could have been a billionaire easily, but I'm going to show you that it's not always about the high, high highs that you learn the lessons from. Guys, we got to take our second quick break. We'll be right back after this message. You're not going to want to miss this. <laughs> Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now, back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. This is the last part of our show. If you've missed this one, you want to go back and listen to the entire episode. It's pretty mind-blowing. I'm here with Sir Robert Croak. Uh, the creator of Silly Bands and lots of other products and my new best friend. I literally can't even express to you. If you've watched the show, this is true. I've got somebody in our chat who said, "What uh, Forbes, mind-blowing that no one would believe in Forbes Riley. Guys, the reason I am who I am to you today is because no one believed in Forbes Riley. Not only that, but they put me down. They told me I was too heavy to do this. I lost the lead in a TV series because my name wasn't famous enough. I've, I've been through absolute ringers and I'm still here. It is why I am the self-proclaimed leader of misfits. If you didn't fit into the cool table at school, guess what? I am your best friend. Because in life, I don't know where the cool table is. It's wherever I plant my flag, wherever you put your flag, it is what you want. And to Robert and I were just chatting in, in, a, in a break a little while. My accountant used to say to me all the time, Forbes, you live way below your means. Well, dude, I don't, I listen to him. And I remember when the 2008 crash happened, I was one of the only people that I know who was living in a very nice house, very happy, very healthy, and weathered the storm because I lived below my means. What does that mean? That means when you, you get the money, you get the Lambo, you get the money, you get the big house. You do have any idea what comes along with all of that? So Robert, again, he's my new best friend. He just doesn't know it. He just said the exact same thing. Robert, you get a lot of money. I said, have you changed? And what did you say? I said, yeah, money really doesn't change the person. It just amplifies who you really are. And so for me, my life, did it change? Yes, I had better cars and better houses and I splurged a little bit. Um, all of that was great. But at the end of the day, too many people, when they get a little bit more money and a little bit more money, that they let lifestyle creep take over. And money can be fleeting in life. You never know what's going to happen. And that's why as a financial educator, I'm always preaching to people to have a total plan for retirement, wealth building in place. And anything above that plan to get you to your number, I'm okay with you reward yourself from time to time. But unfortunately, over 60% of US couples and adults right now over 35 live paycheck to paycheck, even ones that make over six figures. And that is because they're keeping up with the Joneses or trying to, and they're living this life that is a lie. Because at the end of the day, the wealthiest people I know and hang out with, we don't have Gucci belts. I don't have Dior wallets. I don't have all of that stuff because this shirt is just as nice for $55 as the $800 version of it. So it really it really comes down to, I'm okay with people having nice things. That's what we strive for. But don't let lifestyle creep get in your way and cause you to never be able to build wealth so you don't have to work until you die. 
Uh, we're going we're gonna to create that whole program. I need to drive people to you. I took a, I used to do classes and educate about this as well. Went into, uh, we'll say Saks in Beverly Hills, uh, wearing a pair of sandals that I just adored that I think I might've gotten at Payless. It was convenient. It's there. It's a pair of sandals, right? Literally, it's like this with a little thong thing. How much do you need to spend? I took the group of women into Saks. I said, look at my shoe and look at that shoe. Can you tell the difference? And then I even went in the dressing room and like switched them up. The shoe I was showing them was 12 hundred dollars for the same you couldn't tell the difference unless right. you turned it over and why would you turn it over who's going to yeah. see the bottom of your feet and well, so good, i love that you said that yeah the good thing about society now is millennials and gen zers are learning the the bad ways of of past generations where materialistic things just aren't as important to them. That's why I think moving forward, the, the McMansions of the world and all of that are going to be a thing of the past more so, where people are going to want to have affordable housing because youth now is more concerned with experiences and quality of life. And that was something that I didn't realize until probably 45 years old, because I came up in an era, all I wanted to do was build wealth, own more, own more, and own more. And it really isn't fulfilling when you let your health go, you let your relationships go, you're not active. And so for me, now that the coin is on the other side and I'm a financial educator with a very large audience, I am going to beat it into everyone's head to build their wealth the right way, but also don't give up on having quality of life and experiences because health is wealth. And a lot of people forget that. I absolutely love that. Let's just change this subject completely. How do you stay so young and vital? I'm so active, not only physically, but mentally. Right now, um, in my portfolio of consumer brands, I think there's 15 or 16 different companies. And so I don't run the day-to-day -day operations any longer. I partner with people that have a great idea or they want to partner with me and bring in some money on one of my ideas. So I have legions of people out there that help run each company and I handle the overarching direction to make sure that everyone's moving in the right direction. And so for me, I think youth comes from proper diet, exercise and keeping your mind active and having a positive mindset. So many people don't wake up and set their mind right. And I know a lot of people think it's woo woo and it doesn't matter. But guess what? Your mind and your body reacts to what you feed it. And if you feed your mind positive thoughts, like I woke up yesterday and set my mind or didn't even get to set my mind yesterday because I wake up and have five minutes to myself before any phones or anything. And yesterday I started out with a major gas leak in the, in the warehouse and factory in Ohio. Then I had a fraudulent thing happen with somebody that owed me money and scammed me out of the money. This all happened before 8 a.m. I could have easily let the entire day go bad and go, poor me, things happen and went bad. Reset your mind, get your body and your mind straight and think of the positive thoughts and what you're thankful for every single day. And if you live with that positive mindset and gratitude, it's crazy what will happen. Yeah, it becomes exercising a muscle. There's what, 70,000 thoughts that you have every day. I let the bad ones come in, I pay attention and I go, poof, and I move on. And that yep. is really because we all have them. And somehow people think when something bad happens, and it's why me? Well, why not you? And I, I literally teach this almost every day as I've got a boot camp going on right now that you life happens for you, not to you. 
Right. Doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. It's the same lesson. If you get too excited about the great things and too upset about the bad things, you kind of miss life because life's like in between those two. And I believe it is a roller coaster with ups and downs. I don't want a straight line. I want high highs. And with that, there's got to be some low lows. Deal with it, make lessons at it and move on. Yeah, there was a marketing material that came out probably 25 years ago that really stuck with me. I think it was for the Army or the Navy. And it said, it was on a TV commercial, it said, if someone wrote a book about your life, would anyone read it? And I have that has stuck with me forever. Because at the end of the day, when I'm finished on this planet, hopefully it's not for another 40 years, but when I'm finished on this planet... I will have done more than I would have ever expected coming from that poor, broken home in East Toledo, Ohio. I would have accomplished more and changed more people's lives than I ever could have expected. And it took me this many years and this many decades to get to a point in my career where I finally found the best version of myself and my purpose by taking the 30 years of making millions, losing millions, all the ups and downs and stories and putting it together into financial education and being able to really help people with mindset, business, and their money because I've done it all. And being that financial educator is the most rewarding thing I've ever done. I think that's fascinating that that's part of what you're up to. So yeah. before we close out today, you have a, a, a extraordinary podcast going on. Tell us the name of it and where we can find it. Yes. Thank you so much for bringing that up. It is called the Rich Habits Podcast. It is on Spotify and Apple. And the great news about it, I haven't checked today, but the great news about it is we are a top five podcast. Last week, we passed Dave Ramsey to get the number four spot. Um, We're only 27 episodes in, so I'm shocked that we've been able to have this meteoric rise. And it really just goes to show people that it's all about the content, the message, and the authenticity. Um, Because at the end of the day, I don't have a big studio. I have a $199, you know, Amazon uh, podcast setup, and we've been able to absolutely do incredible things with the podcast. Um, So I'm very excited, and thank you for letting me give it a shout out. Well, if you want to go to number one, I've got a gorgeous guest for you. <clears throat> yep. <And> she's your... <laughs> I think that's his. Congratulations on that. Uh, I think I'm up to my 500th episode. Uh, we'll catch up to you soon. All, All right. right. As we wind down towards the end of the show, thoughts for people listening. And there's a lot of people listening. Thoughts for people listening. Um, don't listen to those that aren't going in the direction you're going. So many people along the way that have never even attempted the things I've attempted, whether it's been a a positive or a failure or whatever happens, um, always want to voice their opinion. So don't do that. Um, The biggest moment of my life that it would have made me a true billionaire didn't happen because I listened to people that weren't going in the same direction. I I think I've got a minute for you to, that story is freaking amazing. Squeeze a little bit of that that story in here because no, because you think he's all that, right? Not as smart as he looks. Neither am I. I blew a huge opportunity. Go ahead, share this one. (laughs) So in 2010, and it's very, you know, uh, emotional at times because people pointed out in 2010, I had one of my advisors come to me and wanted to open a Bitcoin exchange. And so the long story short, since we only have a few seconds, is I went to lawyers, accountants and everyone paid them. I want to do this Bitcoin exchange. Can I do it? And they said, no, you can't. You'd be lighting your money on fire. And at that time, we were going to buy 10,000 Bitcoin to populate the exchange at six cents a piece. So let that sink in. Do some math. Your calculator. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on a second. For people who don't know, six cents 
at its height, Bitcoin, that same one coin went from six cents to $66,000 per coin. Yes. So, yeah. So anyway, that is it. Um, Don't listen to people that aren't going in the direction you're going. Don't give up too soon. Make sure you do everything in your power. And always number three, this is most important, full stop. Go with your gut. Nobody else, not your parents, grandparents, cousins, know what you're about and what's inside of you. So don't listen to anyone. Go with your gut. That is a beautiful, beautiful story. But before you leave, the magnitude is he did the math for me last night. If you had bought the 10,000 Bitcoins at that moment and done this, exactly how much money would you be worth today? Um, It would be over a billion dollars because you would have had to assume buying at six cents, I would have sold some off at $50 or $100 or $1,000. But somewhere in there, I would have been a true billionaire. And I am not a true billionaire or even close at this moment because of the fact that I listened to people that weren't going where I was going. Oh, let me share something with you. You are a true billionaire. I don't think that you needed the money to be as happy as you are. Mm-mm. It's a great story. And I do think that the story of our lives and we sharing with you the imperfections, the autist- the authenticity and the vulnerability. I think that's what I like about Robert most. And you guys are going to hear a lot from the two of us because two and two is going to equal the billion that you wanted. Does that work out? I love it. I love it. Yes. It's all about energy and enjoyment and doing cool things for me. Um, And owning my time, that's the beauty of success is when you own your own time and your own destiny, you never have to go to sleep at night worrying about your future. And that is one of the most important things to me. And I really want all of you to keep hearing this message. I love that you took the time to be on our show today. Thank you very, very much. Um, We've got about a minute and a half. Um, Is there a mantra or a philosophy that you live by? Yes. Uh, A very... Older man, 20 some years ago, said to me one day at one of our restaurants and bars, he was complimenting how I was always moving and always hustling. And he said, you're going to do great things. Always remember, you have to be in it to win it. And it never left me because so many people are talkers and they're not doers. There's a lot of people out there that love to exercise their social media and make their life sound great, but are they actually ever executing on any of their ideas or their plans? Whether it's getting in shape, running a marathon, building a new company, launching a new product, starting a marketing firm, it's all about execution. So that man changed my life by saying you have to be in it to win it. And so it really wraps up is I've had way more failures than I've had successes But as long as the successes keep growing and more and more good comes out of it financially and jobs and everything else, I'm good. We are in it to win it. Guys, if you want a free gift from me right now, head over to ForbesRiley.com. I've got a beautiful new free gift waiting for you. We are out of time. As always on Forbes Factor, we talk about health, wealth, and happiness. And my friend, Robert, we did it all today. Till next time, see you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Talk soon. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you again soon.